Some preacher once said that everybody loves God. I mean, that makes sense for somebody like us. We come here week after week. and We feel like we have an, an inkling that we love God. That's why we're here. That's why we sing. That's why we pray. That's why we lift up. That's why we worship. Everybody loves God. Just not everybody knows it yet. There are people who want to live their life without any presumption that God wants to be a part of it. And what we understand to be true is that that's not what God put us on our earth for. That everyone loves God. We just all don't quite know it yet. We like to pick on Thomas a little bit. Unfortunately, we like to talk about doubting Thomas. We like to pick on him for what Jesus has to say to him. But I want you to I want you to look at Thomas through the eyes of someone who loves God, but who may just not know it yet. And when you do that, you realize something at this point. Easter morning has happened. Now, you remember Good Friday. That's when Jesus was put on the cross and everybody was there there to watch him. Now, remind me, what did all of the disciples do? They hid. They did what they had to do to make sure they were safe. All of them. And then Easter morning happens and the women come to the tomb and they see that he is risen. They say, Jesus says, go back and and tell them what you've seen. They go and tell some of the disciples. And if you remember, yes, last week we talked about two of them racing each other to get to the tomb. They didn't see that Jesus was there. They knew something was going on. They went back home. They told everybody else that was with them. So at this point, you have a few people who have already had an experience with the risen Savior. And you've got to imagine that they, they are beginning to tell more people. They are beginning to tell others that they knew. They are beginning to tell Thomas, Thomas, we have seen the Lord. And Thomas says, well, unless I see it, I can't believe it. And really, what Thomas may be saying is, I need to see him. I want to have my experience with the risen Savior, too. You had yours. You've seen him. I want to talk to him and see him as well. And I think this story rings so true for us, so much so that we read it year after year on the second Sunday of Easter because it reminds us of something that none of us have seen Jesus. Yet here we are. We've believed the the witness of people who've gone on before us. We've believed the experiences that we have had with God. I think it might be fair to suggest that if all we did was hear from other people about God, about Jesus, that maybe we'd come once or twice, but we wouldn't come on our own over and over again unless... Some kind of experience that we've seen, that we've had with God. Because all of us are a whole lot like Thomas. He just wanted to have an experience with the risen Savior. 
And I wonder if that helps us. Shape the kind of conversations, shape the kind of ministries we could have as a church that if we saw people as people who loved God but just didn't know it yet, people who really, truly want to have an experience with the risen Savior but maybe don't know how to express that, maybe don't know what that means, maybe we begin to see them differently. Maybe they aren't just those sinners of the world. Maybe they're God's people who just need an experience with the risen Lord, which would make them no less, no different than any of us. Y'all with me? They just want to have their turn. This morning, it is a happy day. Because as we come and we have the cross before us, as we hear these these words of of, of the story of Thomas again and again, the Holy Spirit has a way to to use those words to pierce our hearts, to open our minds and and to show us how much we're loved. Show us what God was willing to do for us. We have another way that we share that this morning. This is also Confirmation Sunday, and we have a young man who's going to stand here in a few moments in front of all of you and confirm his faith for himself. Now, what we've told him and what we reminded him is that his faith is not all about himself. That's why he and his family will do that in front of you. He will say what he believes. He will say what he will commit to. The family will do the same. And you all will just sit there and nod politely, won't you? No. In fact, what you are going to do is you're going to listen to the commitment that these people are going to make. And then you're going to say, I've made a commitment like that, too, because I have had an experience with the risen Savior. I have given my life to Christ. And what's going to happen today is the family is going to stand before you and they are going to preach a sermon that you will remember no matter what. I love to remind you, you guys aren't going to remember anything I say. I just know that. But you're going to remember A young man and his family standing before you saying, it's my turn. And hopefully, when all's said and done, you will go home and say, it's my turn too. In Jesus' name. Amen.